LifeSpring 182. And now for some good news. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004. Thanks for your support. And now, on with the show. Oh, man. Good grief. You listen to the news, you read the paper, you read the blogs, and it seems as if the world is falling apart. Man, we're coming up to Christmas, and things couldn't seem more dire. It's all right. I got some good news for you today. Hang in there. Well, thank you for being with me today. My name is Steve Webb. I am your host. If this is your first time here, you're you're welcome to be here. You're uh, you're a, you're an honored guest. How's that? Let's see. We got cold drinks over there in the fridge, and we've still got some nice hot apple cider on the stove. Go help yourself to that if you're a little bit cold. Here in Southern California, it's been cold recently. They tell me it's going to heat up again here in the next day or two. Good grief. Maybe the global warming thing is true. <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm just so glad you're here. If you're a longtime listener, hey, you know you're welcome. Here's a big hug for you. Man, I love to hug people. I'm a hugger. When I meet people, I hug them. And so consider yourself hugged, whether you're a longtime LifeSpring listener or if this is your first time here. Great big Christmas hug for you. Speaking of Christmas... How about a brand new Christmas song? This is, uh, let me see, this is called Celebrate Christmas, and it's from the Northern Light Orchestra. Shine on 
Oh, man. Golly, the artists on this, Phil Bartowell from the Beach Boys, Bob Carlisle, Eddie James, John Gibson, Robin McCauley from Survivor, Debbie Sledge from Sister Sledge, Rose Stone from Sly and the Family Stone, Doug Aldrich from Whitesnake, Ken, uh, Kendall Bechtel from Fifth Angel, Lenny Cardola from House of Lords, Jason Hook from uh, Alice Cooper, Bruce Kulick uh, from Kiss and Grand Funk Railroad, Bill Leverty from Firehose, uh, or Firehouse, George Lynch from Dokken and Lynch Mob, Elliot Randall from Steely Dan, David Ellison from uh, Megadeth and F5, Chuck Wright from Quiet Riot and Vanilla (laughs) Vanilla Fudge, Uh, Ken Mary from Alice Cooper and House of Lords, Kip Winger from Winger and Alice Cooper, and Dizzy Reed from Guns N' Roses. Man, what a list of artists on that. That was the Northern Light Orchestra with Celebrate Christmas. Man, high, high, high energy. Hey, can we take just a minute to do some business? LifeSpring Media is brought to you in part by the generous gifts of listeners just like you who believe in what we're doing here in spreading the message of hope, love, and good news, but also by the good people at CovenantEyes.com who are dedicated to helping you tame Internet temptation. I've talked about them a lot. They have got this fantastic uh, program whereby you can assign an accountability partner who will get a report of every place that you go on the Internet. You know, a lot of people really struggle with uh, temptation to go to places on the Internet that, uh, well... They really don't want to go to, but, you know, the temptation is is awful great. But if you knew that your accountability partner was going to get a report of every place that you've been, chances are you're going to think twice about going. So it's a program that works, and if you use the promo code LIFESPRING when you sign up at Covenant Eyes, you will get a free 30-day trial period. And I really think that's a good way to do business, to try before you buy. And I've been involved with uh, Covenant Eyes for longer than I've even had them on uh, the, the show, is advertisers. I've been an accountability partner for several people, and uh, i, I got to tell you, it's really helped. So check them out at CovenantEyes.com. And I also want to uh, welcome a brand new advertiser, Carbonite. I've been a Carbonite user for nearly two years now, and I'm so glad to have them on the show. So happy that they're a part of the LifeSpring Media family. Carbonite launched its online backup service in May of 2006, and I've been a customer there since 2007. And I'm so glad that I have been. If you've been listening to the show for very long, you've heard me talk about my various computer crashes over the years. But one thing you haven't heard since I signed up with Carbonite is the horror stories of lost data. You know, you're going to lose hard drives. It's a given. But you don't have to lose data. You know, those precious family pictures that you can never replace at any cost, important documents, music purchases from the iTunes store or whatever. Every year, 43% of computer users lose irreplaceable files. Well, Carbonite users don't have to worry. Carbonite automatically and securely backs up the irreplaceable contents of their computers for only $49.95 a year, no matter how much stuff they need to back up. Restoring lost files takes just a few clicks, and so far Carbonite has backed up over 3 billion files, and more importantly, they've restored over 200 million files that would have been lost forever. Listen, Carbonite offers a risk-free trial, just like Covenant Eyes does, so you can see how simple it is to securely back up your important stuff. Photos, emails, music, financial records, you name it. This is what I need you to do. Go to ads.lifespringmedia.com and click on the Carbonite link that you'll find there. I'm working on getting a promo code for you to use, but until then, I need you to click on the Carbonite link at ads.lifespringmedia.com. 
Okay, folks, as I record this, we are about two weeks away from Christmas, and I really feel like we need to be encouraged. We need to hear from God. Let's face it, as we listen to the news or read the paper or scan through our RSS subscriptions, the world is in pretty bad shape. The economy, pretty much worldwide, is in bad shape. And just last month, over a half a million people here in the U.S. lost their jobs. The U.S. government is shoveling billions and billions of taxpayer dollars, by the way, that's your money and my money, into failing companies with doubtful benefit. 401k account balances are in the tank. Right now, thankfully, gasoline prices are lower than they've been for years, but do you think that's going to last? Personally, I don't. I could go on, but that's not what I want to talk to you about today. I want to encourage you. If your family is anything like mine is, or millions of other families in this country or around the world, there will be fewer gifts under the tree this Christmas because of the things I mentioned a few moments ago. Should we be sad because of that? Should we be fearful because of the economy? Who's in control? To whom do we go for advice, for reassuring words, for strength, for courage? I think you know my answer. We go to God. God is still on the throne. He hasn't lost his job. He's not surprised by falling stock prices or the big three automakers on the brink of bankruptcy. Jesus is still our salvation, our Redeemer. The Holy Spirit is still our Comforter. Today I want to look at several scriptures that remind us of what God has said. I'll be reading a lot of scriptures today and commenting just a little because I think his words are much better than mine. And I just really think that we need to hear from him today and not so much from Steve. I hope that's okay with you. Let's first look at Luke 21:33 that says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. That was Jesus speaking. And it's, it's good to be reminded that the, the Bible, which was written over a period of thousands of years, is as valid today as it was all those many years ago. It doesn't wear out. The words are good. God doesn't change. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So first of all, I want us to remember that God gives us assurances when we're afraid. In Psalm 34, it says, Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name forever. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. That passage in Psalm 34 started off with glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Listen, my friend, if you do that, if you will glorify the Lord, if you will exalt him, if you will praise his name, if you will lift him up, I guarantee that he will hear you. If you belong to God, he wants to hear you. He wants to know that you love him. He wants to hear your voice confess that you love him. And then that passage ends with, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. When things are tough, run to him. He'll give you refuge. He'll give you strength. In Genesis 15, 1, it says, I am your shield, your very great reward. If God is our shield, my goodness, how could we be afraid? And then he says, I am your very great reward. It doesn't matter what else you have in life. If you have God in your life, that's all that you need. 
Because as we'll see a little bit later, he is our supply. If we have him, we have everything that we need. In Psalm 49, it says, Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches? But God will redeem my life from the grave, and he will surely take me to himself. Do not be overawed when a man grows rich, when the splendor of his house increases, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His splendor will not descend with him. So it really doesn't matter if we have riches now, because it's not going to go with us, obviously. But if we have God, he's always going to be with us. I love that at the very beginning of that passage in Psalm 49. It says, why should I fear when the evil days come? My friends, the evil days seem to be upon us, but... There's nothing that can come between us and God. Romans 8 says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That, my friends, is one of the most precious promises in the entire Bible. I love that verse. I hang on to that. I cling to that when things get rough. Nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing That pretty much includes everything that I can think of. (laughs) Nothing can separate us. And, you know, we need to be reminded that we can trust in him even when we don't understand. Psalm 121 says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. So it doesn't matter what the economy does. It doesn't matter if you lose your job. The Lord will watch over your coming and going both now and forevermore. Psalm 20 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we will rise up and stand firm. Yes, it says we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. You know, one of the, one of the names of the Lord is my provider my protector, my shield. God has many names. I do a whole show on that called In Touch With God's Character. I haven't done one of those episodes in a while. But if you want to go back and listen to some of the past episodes of In Touch With God's Character, you'll find out that there are many promises of God that that can be found in his name. And if we trust in the name of the Lord our God, we will be protected. If we trust in our 401ks, we will be let down. If we trust in the value of our houses, we will be let down. If we trust in anything but God, we'll be let down. Listen, my friend, when you feel defeated and powerless, remember, Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, you know, it's important when you're doing Bible study, when you see a therefore, Remember the therefore is therefore something. What's the therefore therefore? In this case, it's because God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, we will not fear if those things happen because God is our refuge and our strength and he's always there. 
Psalm 5. I love this one. This is one that a song was made out of back in the 70s. Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my sighing. The, the King James says, consider my meditations. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my requests before you and wait in expectation. You are not a God who takes pleasure in evil. With you, the wicked cannot dwell. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies, bloodthirsty and deceitful men, the Lord abhors. But I, by your great mercy, will come into your house. In reverence, I will bow down toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make straight your way before me. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. For surely, O God, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Oh, I love that chapter, my friends. It's a cry to God that says, listen, I come to you, God, in the morning. Listen to me as I come to you, Lord. Listen as I lay my request before you and as I wait in expectation. Prayer is not just saying something to God and then walking away and, and you know, expecting nothing. The psalmist here says, I come to you, I lay my request for you and wait in expectation. I've got something I'm going to tell you a little bit later in the show about a time that I did that just recently where I laid my requests and I waited, but I'm, that, I'm, I don't want to talk about that quite yet. And then the psalmist talks about the people that, that don't turn to God and the things that will happen to him or, or them. But then it says at the end, but let all who take refuge in you be glad to let them ever sing for joy. If you take your refuge in God, if God is yours, if you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and as your Savior, you have nothing to fear. Second Corinthians 12 says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. Uh, this is the, the Apostle Paul talking, and he had a problem in his flesh, something that bothered him. And three times he says, I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Are you feeling weak today? Are you feeling like the world is just crashing down around you? Have you lost everything that's in your stock market portfolio? Have you lost your home? People are losing their homes left and right. Have you lost your job? Are you feeling weak? Now's a good time. Now is the time to turn to God. Now is the time when you can feel his support. Now is the time when you can experience his goodness and his grace. He says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. He doesn't delight in our suffering, but it's during that time when we run to him, when we're, when we're at our most vulnerable, that he can work, when, when our pride is gone, when he can work. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul again says, When I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness, in fear, and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. 
It's in our weakness that God can do his best. Listen, right now I'm in the midst of making some decisions for my own family and for myself and for the, for the things that I'm doing. And it's important to know that when we make decisions, we can be assured of God's presence if we follow him. Psalm 37 says, If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Is God happy with you? Now listen, this is not to say if, if, if we're living perfect lives, because we can't. We are fallible human beings, and I am probably the most fallibilist human being you'll ever know. But if we seek God, if we are truly um, uh, striving to do our best, if we're striving to follow him, if we're seeking after his will, then the Lord will delight in what we're doing. If we are trying to be obedient, God will delight in us, and he makes our steps firm, and the Lord will uphold us with his hand. In Isaiah chapter 30, it says, Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes you will see them. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. I'm almost to the point where I'm going to tell you what God did for me in my life just last week. In Psalm 73, it says, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. So let me tell you now what God did for me just this last week. We're not done. I've got a few more scriptures I want to share with you. Just a few. But I want to tell you right now what God did for me. Listen, um, I'm not going to dwell on it, but uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that our that our family business that my wife and I are involved in is struggling terribly. Uh, I'll just tell you that uh, Leanne did the, the books for uh, the month of November, and we, when she did, uh, all the business that we did the entire month of November was equal to one day's worth of business last year. That's how bad it's gotten. Uh, she's had to go out and get a job, and and uh, and that's fine. We're, this is not a complaint. I'm just telling you what what's happening, and uh, so you know I, I've been struggling. I've been wondering, you know, should I just uh, what I've been spending my time doing is uh, is trying to build this ministry to the point that it can contribute to the family's income. And bless your heart, those of you that have uh, been giving on a monthly basis. Uh, I'll say it again. I appreciate you, and I need you, and I cherish you, and I thank God for you. But what you're giving is is not enough to pay many of the bills. And again, I'm I'm not chastising or anything else. I'm just stating the fact. And uh, the advertisers that we have on the show, though, again, they are wonderful. I'm glad that they're there. But still, <laughs> it, it doesn't pay the bills. And so I've been wondering, you know, Lord, uh, what what do you want me to do? Lead me. Show me the way. I have uh, made some uh, inquiries at some churches and uh, some other ministries and, you know, looking for consulting gigs and things like that and, and you know, just seeking God's leading. And last week, um, as I was out doing the day job, 
uh, we're only able to do it about two days a week is all that it really pays us to go out. And even then, it you know obviously doesn't pay, but you've got to go out and, and service the customers you do still have. And and so normally what I do when I'm working is uh, when I get in the car, I turn the radio on. I listen to talk radio because you can't I, – I don't have an iPod adapter in my car, so I can't listen to the iPod through the car speakers. And it's not uh, – it's unlawful to listen to an iPod with the earbuds because you can't hear sirens and stuff, so I don't listen to that. So I turn – talk radio on. I listen to that. Uh, I don't listen to music radio because it drives me crazy. That's a whole other story. But on this day, I had decided at the beginning of the day that I was not going to turn on any radio. I was not going to listen to podcasts when I stopped to do um, any uh, repairs at, at the at our customers' places of business. No media, no nothing. I was going to keep everything silent for the day, and I was going to listen for the voice of God. I needed to hear from God. I said, God, I need to hear from you, Lord. I need your guidance. I need to know what you want me to do. I said, Lord, if you want me to quit podcasting, I will do that. If I need to spend all of my time looking for a job, even if it's digging ditches, Lord, I will do that. God, the only thing is I just need to hear from you, Lord. While I'm in the midst of this prayer, I got a phone call. I'm driving the car. I pull the car over. Answer the I answer the phone. Actually, I answered the phone, found out who it was, and then I pulled the car over. And remember, I said, God, I will quit podcasting if you want me to. And the person that called was one of the leaders at the denomination here in Southern California that my church is a part of. And he wanted to talk about new media stuff and possibly doing some podcasting things with the denomination down here. Now, I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. But the mere fact that he called to discuss this right after I had told God, if you, if, if you want, I will quit podcasting. The fact that this man called at that time tells me that God wants me to stay with this. I don't know how it's going to change over the weeks and months and years to come. I have no idea what God is going to call me to do. I have no desire to quit podcasting. This is my passion. This is my calling. But I needed to hear from God. And God answered. Now, is that going to happen every time? No. But God knows our heart, and he knows that I was at the bottom. So discouraged. And he knew that I needed to hear from him. And so he sent his servant, this man that worked at the denomination, and uh, in essence he said, as he says in Isaiah chapter 30, this is the way, walk in it. And so I'm going to trust him that he is going to continue to show me the way, going to show me the path that he wants me to take. I don't know what it is, but I do know that it has to do with podcasting and new media. So, last scripture, as it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal body. Now what that means is that we remember that Jesus sacrificed himself so that we might live, and that when it comes to my life, I'm not the important one, but Jesus is. So it continues there in Second Corinthians chapter 4. It is written... I believed, therefore I have spoken. 
With that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you in his presence. All this is for your benefit, so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So my friends, the the troubles that we're going through right now are temporary. Even if they go on for years, they're temporary. But the unseen, the salvation that we have through him, that's eternal. The fellowship that we have with God through the sacrifice of Jesus, that's eternal. The fact that we are God's sons and daughters, that is eternal. The troubles that we have here on earth, the Bible says in other places, that that comes into our life to make us stronger, to conform us more to be like him. And so that's okay. The good news is that if you know Jesus Christ, All these promises are yours. The good news is that this is just a season that we're passing through. The good news is that this is not our home. Heaven is our home. The good news is that he's gone to prepare a place for us, and that if he goes to prepare a place, he will return for us. And hallelujah, I think that day is coming soon. So don't let the bad news that you see on TV and hear on the radio and read in the blogs, don't let that bad news get you down. The good news is that Jesus has overcome. And God is our protector, he's our shield, he's our refuge, and the Holy Spirit is our comforter. My wife, the lovely Lady Leanne, sent out an email to a friend of hers uh, telling her about the things that were going on in our lives and, and asking uh, her friend to, uh, to pray for us. And her friend Katie mailed back and she said, I just wanted you to know that I'm praying for your finances. Now get this, she said, the windows of heaven are not shut up because of this economy. Our God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns the gold and the silver. He has people in place with finances to meet needs. All wealth is his, and he knows your diligence and your faithfulness. Now, Leanne, think of the very worst thing that could happen and give it to him in prayer. He knows your desires. He knows your needs. He is not in heaven with a plan to ruin you, and he is not in heaven without an answer. I believe he's going to let you in on it at the right time. She continues, she says, We had a great sermon in church last night about what to do in the interim. Boy, did I need it, she said. And here's what the sermon said. Here here, here are the points. Build houses, plant gardens, pray for your enemies, be productive, be faithful, be fruitful. God has a plan to come and get involved, but he also has a timing. God has a timing. So if you're in a hard place right now, remember, God has a timing. He's not in heaven to ruin you. He has a plan. He has an answer. Then Katie closes off her email. She says, I'm praying for you. God is faithful. Have a blessed and encouraged day. And then she signs it, much love. Thank God for friends like that, huh? And then I got another email the other day that it said, Hi, Steve. Just a quick note to say that I'm really appreciating the Family Bible Podcast. Our church is currently halfway through a 40 Days of Purpose study using Rick Warren's book, A Purpose Driven Life, which I can thoroughly recommend, and has spurred me into subscribing to the podcast. 
One of the pieces of advice from Rick Warren that has really struck home is how vital it is to keep consuming God's Word, and the Family Bible Podcast is a very useful tool in enabling me to do just that. Of course, podcasts are not suitable for everyone. Hey, wait a minute, why not? I think they are. (laughs) And nothing beats sitting down with your Bible and meditating on what you're reading. Well, I'll agree with that. But I just wanted to encourage you with what a good job you're doing. All the best, Richard. And so that was an encouragement to me as well. You know, I get these emails on a on a fairly regular basis, people saying how much they enjoy that podcast. And if you're not listening to the LifeSpring Family Bible, I would encourage you to do that. Uh, we're reading through the entire Bible in one year, and uh, we're going to be starting that up again in January. So we're almost to the end of uh, things this year. But if you want to get started and make that a uh, a New Year's resolution to go through the Bible in one year, you can do that with me at the uh, uh, LifeSpring Family Bible. But anyway, uh, Rick, thank you so much for that encouragement, and uh, it, it really does help when I get your emails. So if you would like to email me, that's steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And if you want to uh, phone the comment line, which is toll-free, it's 877-433-9091. And as long as I'm talking about uh, other shows that we do, I'd like to encourage you to listen to the Lifespring White Christmas Show. Uh, my friend James Cooper from the UK and I are doing a, a, a new show every day of the month in uh, December. Well, actually, the 1st through the 25th. It's kind of like an Advent calendar, except it's for your ears. An Advent calendar for your ears. And uh, I encourage you to listen to that. We're having a lot of fun with it. So um, you can find both the LifeSpring Family Bible and the LifeSpring White Christmas Show and all the other LifeSpring shows at LifeSpringMedia.com. So check those out. Well, I think I've been talking to you long enough. Don't forget to support our advertisers, please. Covenant Eyes and Carbonite. Check them out at ads.LifeSpringMedia.com. To close out, I have a special blessing for you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the Lord bless you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. May the Lord impart his wisdom to you and cause you to find out knowledge of witty inventions. May the Lord bless you with daily signs of his favor. May you leave a bountiful inheritance to your children and your children's children, both spiritually and financially. May the Lord bless your mind with peace. May he give you ears to hear and a heart to understand. May you always walk in his ways, and may your steps be led of the Lord. May the Lord bless your body with strength, health, and wholeness, and may he satisfy you with long life and show you the fullness of his salvation. May our God daily load you with benefits, and may you dwell in peace all the days of your life. God's grace be upon your home, that it may be a sanctuary of rest and renewal, a haven of peace where sounds of joy and laughter grace its walls, where love is unconditional and consistent. And may God grant you success. May God give you spiritual strength to overcome every enemy. May His grace be upon you to reach your destiny and fulfill all your dreams and visions. This day I bless you in Jesus' name. Until next time, I'm Steve Webb.